This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. How to turn your smartphone into a productivity tool. But before we get to the topic of the episode today, I want to invite you, if you haven't done so already, to hop on over to top5productivitytips.com. That's the number five, top5productivitytips.com. What you will get is... No, you're probably going to think my top five productivity tips, but I have a habit of over-delivering. How much did I over-deliver? You're going to have to go to top5productivitytips.com and find out and get tips that will serve you today. Do you remember when no one carried a cell phone with them because, well, (laughs) they weren't even invented yet? I certainly do. I don't know how old you are, but I remember when there was no cell phones. Now, if you do, if you are listening to these words right now and you can remember when there was no such thing as a smartphone, a cellular phone, a cell phone, whatever word you use to describe it, I want you to send me a message. You can go to mrproductivity.com and click the contact tab, or you can find me on Instagram or Snapchat or LinkedIn. Send me a message because I know that I'm not the only one that remembers that. I'm only 56 years young. Cell phones are still relatively new. Now, according to Wikipedia, the first handheld mobile phone was demonstrated by John F. Mitchell and Martin Cooper of Motorola back in 1973. The handset weighed 4.4 pounds. Can you imagine an iPhone weighing nearly five pounds. Oh my goodness. Now here we are 48 years later, cell phones are as ordinary as well, the people who use them. Now, unfortunately, like all technology, this incredible device can be both a blessing and a curse. That's right. It can and often is both a blessing and a curse. And I have several ideas on how you can ensure that your phone is a blessing and something that serves you rather than a curse. Now, a little note here. I am a 100% Apple fanboy, so I have an iPhone along with all the other Apple products, and I'm currently on iOS 15. Now, if you do not have an iPhone or you have an iPhone, you have an upgraded iPhone, iOS 15, I don't mean to don't mean to offend you in any way, shape, or form on this episode, but that's how I did this episode, based completely on my having an iPhone and iOS 15. But I'm hoping that most of these features are available on your phone as well. The first thing I want you to consider is decluttering your home screen. How many apps or widgets are cluttering up your home screen? Now, in an iPhone or any kind of smartphone, you have multiple screens. Some people call every screen the home screen. I'm talking about the first screen you see when you open up your phone or you unlock your phone. Now, I've tried everything from a blank screen with just my apps in the dock Uh, just showing the wallpaper in the background to a screen full of apps, apps and folders, only widgets, widgets plus apps. And not too long ago, I came across an article on Medium by someone that goes by the name of Coach Tony. He suggests that you only have three widgets on your home screen, the calendar, screen time, and the weather. 
Okay. Now I decided to try this out for a bit and found out it didn't work for me. But like I always say on the show, you need to find out what works for you and do that. So I'm just giving you the suggestions of what Coach Tony and I recommend. Now, currently at the moment, at the date of the recording of this podcast, and this is subject to change at any moment, I'm always changing how my Apple Watch faces look, my iPhone looks, my MacBook looks. I'm constantly changing things. But as of right now, my home screen has the Fantastical 3 calendar widget, the weather widget, a photos widget, because I have so many photos on my phone, it'll bring up memories, and then I share them with my family members, so I have that. And then I have four icons, Goodreads, because I'm an avid reader, and I like to update my books I'm reading. By the way, you can follow me on Goodreads if you want. Uh, I have Snapchat, my favorite social media app, Facebook Messenger, and WhatsApp. And then in the dock, in case you're really nerdy and you're really interested, the four apps I have are the phone, text messages, HubSpot, because that's my CRM, and Chronometer, which I use to track the food I consume throughout the day. Now, Coach Tony also suggests that you have an all-black screen as your wallpaper. He points out that not only does this save battery, but it is also a signal to you that your smartphone is a tool and not a toy. Now, I did test this, but I went back to having a photo as my wallpaper because that's what I want. Again, use what works for you. Now, let's talk about all those notifications. Now, I am not a zero notifications guy. I think you know me well enough by now that I'm not a zero notifications guy. Instead, I believe and teach that you should be an intentional notifications person. What does this mean? For every app you have installed on your smartphone, you need to ask yourself this question, and then you need to answer this question. Will this notification from this app serve me or distract me? Now, you get to choose if it's a serving or a distracting notification. I'm going to go out on a limb and say social media is probably distracting. News apps you shouldn't even have on your phone. Sports apps, you can have all notifications turned off because when you go into the app, all the notifications will be in the app. So go through each app and ask yourself, will this notification serve me or distract me? Now, if your answer is it will distract you, disable that notification. If it serves you, leave it enabled. Now, most notifications should be disabled as most of them probably distract you. Some of the ones I have enabled are my credit and debit card apps. If a charge goes through, I want to know, especially if I didn't use my card. That's kind of important. Weather apps for bad weather, those kind of things. I do have my calendars, my to-do lists on, but I have very few notifications enabled. Now, if you disable a notification and later realize you need it, you can always go back and turn it on. Remember, it is your device. You get to make the call. And thanks to Apple releasing iOS 15, you have some new and very potent options. First of all, focus. Focus is DND or do not disturb only better. Now, according to Apple, focus helps you stay in the moment when you need to concentrate or step away. You can choose a list of focus options or create your own to allow the notifications you want. So I love focus while DND is fantastic. It is an all or nothing option. In other words, when you enable DND, 
you can't receive any notifications. Focus changes this. For an example, I have created a focus called reading. When I enable this, no one can text me, but my calendar, Fantastic L3, can send me a notification. That's really important if I'm reading something and I have a podcast interview or a coaching client coming up, I need to not forget that. Another focus I've created is vitamin D. When I'm out getting my sunshine and I'm reading a print book, here I have allowed my wife and my father to text me and my calendar to send me notification. And I think I have the weather allowed, but if I'm outside in the sun, there's probably blue skies. I don't have to worry about it. That's what I have set up. No one else gets through. So I can sit there absorb the sun and read and not be distracted. Now, this feature to me is a game changer and true to Apple style. It's pretty straightforward to set up. If you are on iOS 15, just go to settings and focus. Now they have some preset ones there and play around with it. It'll take you about five minutes to figure out how to set it up. You can create your own. And I really love the focus app. The other thing they have is notification summary. Again, in the past, when you enable notifications, if the app sent out a notification, you would get the notification immediately. Well, notification summary changes that. Now, Apple describes it as quickly catch up with valuable collection of your notifications delivered daily based on your set schedule. The summary is intelligently ordered by priority while the most relevant with the most relevant notifications at top. Now, I have three summary times set up, 6.16 a.m., which is shortly after I wake up, 12.01 p.m., right around lunchtime, 4.55 p.m., right before I stop work, around 80% of the naps for which I nap, not naps, Around 80% of the apps I have enabled notifications for are selected for notification summary, which means if I get a notification, it doesn't show up on my screen right away. Now, the ones I do not have in the summary that are immediate notification delivery are calendar, to-dos, delivery, phone, maps, credit card, and debit card apps. Those are important to me. I want to get immediate notifications for those, but everything else will be under the summary notifications. And one final and simple tip, Coach Tony recommends you disable raise to wake feature. This is so simple, but extremely powerful. Why? Because when it is enabled, every time you grab your phone to move it, even to put it in your pocket or purse, the screen lights up and you can see any notifications on your phone. True, even though you have notification summary and any notification for immediate delivery will display. Now, I tried this for a few days and I did not like it. It It's kind of weird that when you move your phone, it doesn't light up. And when you lift it up to check your messages, you have to tap the screen. I found it more of an inconvenience for me, but I encourage you, again, don't listen to what I'm saying. I mean, listen to what I'm saying, but then say, try it out. Disable raised awake. And after you get over the first, about uh, a day, if you like it, keep it. If you don't, re-enable it. All this to say, it is possible to use your smartphone and be productive, but you have to do it intentionally. Now, I would love to know what you thought about the episode today. I would also like to know, how do you use your smartphone productively or do you use your smartphone productively? I should probably throw that in as well. Here's how you can hold of me. Real simple. 
Go to MrProductivity.com, which magically takes you to MarkStruchowski.com. If you can spell Mark Struchowski, you can just go there directly. But then click the contact tab and send me a message. Also, you can find me on LinkedIn or Snapchat or Facebook or uh, TikTok and Twitter. Send me a message. I would like to know your thoughts on the episode today. And don't forget to go grab the top five productivity tips at top5productivitytips.com. This is my gift to you. It's 100% absolutely free, and it will serve you. It would help you be more productive starting today. Got it? We cool? So it is possible to use your smartphone productively. I just told you how. Now go do. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. We'll be back real soon. Until then, stay awesome and stay productive.